Hello and welcome to the table where some board geeks sit around and talk about board games. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. I'm Ryan. I'm Brandon. And this is going to be a special couple of episodes as we do our first mini-series uh, featuring on all things homebrew. That's right. Up first, we will be talking about Rule Zero-related homebrew, where you make things up to make games more enjoyable. So let's get into it. Uh, so first, uh, does anyone want to describe what Rule Zero exactly is for those ooh, at home who maybe don't I don't, don't talk know? a lot, so I'll do it. You don't um, talk? No, all my like stuff gets cut out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because you don't talk about important things. Ryan says morally questionable. No. <laughs> I want to tangent about deja vu trains. But like <laughs> That's insanely important to the plot. So when it comes to Rule Zero, think of it as a anything goes as long as it doesn't disrupt the table um so a rule zero is a rule or a modification that all players agree to beforehand or during a session Mm -hmm. um that that will be how things go regardless of what the rule book itself says it may be in contrast to the rule book or it may be in addition so you might add additional rules to limit things in a game rather than add things mm-hmm. to a game so this is your social contract for like the 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 game yeah rule zero is sort of like the official term for house rules homebrew um yeah. your your homebrew rules there's another word i was thinking of give me a second well some very popular <laughs> rule zeros are um in the game of commander Commander itself was kind of a rule zero. It's I was gonna say it's definitely the its origin story is yeah for sure rule zero yeah yeah you're a hundred percent rule of cool rule of cool that's uh, um was that the words you were looking yeah about? that was what I was trying to think about uh, yeah, sorry uh but yeah it's so the idea of commander it started out what it was just a bunch of judges playing to wind down from a long day of playing magic or not playing magic judging Let's magic play a harder, more they confusing version yeah of they magic. would yeah well yeah because back then in commander you would use the original elder dragons that's why it was elder EDH. dragon highlander edh because you know there can only be one of each card uh and then of course it evolved we now have the rules committee who is a community thing that keeps track of like you know here's our starting totals here's how our uh you know hands draw here's how deck building works but the, oh. the commander starts off as that it's you know your diy not diy sorry uh rule zero it's like we're changing how magic works fundamentally by adding these extra rules so you know there's a your legendary creature in your command zone. Your deck building rules have now changed. What cards you're allowed to include change, right? Uh, and the other one, so that's your constructed. I call your rule zero for limited and for people who don't know. Limited is where you take a like sealed group of cards, right? It's which means the packs have a pack. Yeah, so you're open. drafting. It's so your drafts. You're uh, sealed, which is just taking six packs and building a forty card deck. But for that is cube, where you make your own draft environment. Uh, and usually you want to be like uh, enough for six people or not six people, eight people. That's a 360 card cube. There are variations, of course, for like a two player, um, like mine's 400. So I have a 40 card variant. So my list mm-hmm. are, they're pretty similar, but it's never the same. There's a, what's Ryan, do you remember what the one it's the, the shared library and it only has the fish. Den Den. Thank you. Den Den is a version of that. I have no idea. You just said a whole bunch of words at me for for Den Den fish. Um, so Den Den is a card. It's also a mythical creature, I believe, <laughs> uh, which is what the card's named after. Yep. But um, Den Den was a card that was not very popular, and so people were going through lists of cards that don't get played, and they're like, "Oh, well, I have like sixteen copies of this card, Dan Dan." Yep. 
uh, what can I do with this? And they made a whole rule set that popped off. So now Dan Dan's like a fifty dollar card. Because everybody needs like eighty of them for the deck. Because you make a deck of Dan Dan's and select other cards because Dan Dan wasn't getting used. It was a ten cent card that everyone didn't want. And so he made a format about this card, and now this card's skyrocketing in price because everyone wants and it. And how it plays is like a normal game of Magic, but you have a shared library is what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it a shared graveyard too, or is it just shared library? I think it's shared zones. It's just sh- like you, The only things you keep are your hand, your own board state, yes. but library and graveyard and exile are all shared. I haven't played it yet because now it's so expensive to play. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk while it's still on the topic of magic. Um, a popular rule zero in non-competitive formats is proxy. Yeah. I mean, you proxy is a rule zero because technically the rules say you have to play with real magic cards. Right. Mm-hmm. And that could be a, a several different things. Most of the time it's a, this card is like dummy expensive. Um, I just want to proxy yep. it so I have it. It's the Mana exact same like. card. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's the exact same card. Um, like maybe I want an anointed procession. And that's like thirty, forty dollars. When right was Amenkent printed? Like two thousand seventeen. So that's I, over five years ago, half a decade ago. I want to. Yeah, that card's expensive. Yeah, I want to say twenty seventeen. It, it hasn't correct. gotten a reprint. Yeah, that I'm aware of. And so You're it's correct. like yeah. forty plus dollars. Yep. And so it's like, well, if I want an anointed procession, I can just proxy it. Uh, for my cube, my uh, because so it's a peasant cube, so it's on commons and on commons. But to help the man environment, I use the original duels. But I can't spend seven hundred dollars to have actual copies of the duels. So I just have proxies of, it. and it works. It like you know, uh, as you said for commander, like lots of people do that, so they can. A lot of people rule zero as well. The um, exclusive cards given to Wizards of the Coast employees, yes, so they can play them as a commander mm-hmm. because none of them just actually fit. Like there's the tree one that like makes wizards. Um, they just made a new one that was five color. Um, okay. It's like a Voltron commander. Right. Um, but the way it works is it's given to the player to the left every turn. So everyone has this commander. Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a commander damage right. idea. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's the commander dealing the damage still. Yep, yep. Because yeah, it, it's still from the same source of, or the same commander. Yes. Uh, um, but another one that I, I'm interested in and I've asked you about um, the idea of letting cards be commanders that aren't legendary, and I've I'm fine with this because like I think I'm fine with it up until I'm not fine with it. <laughs> I think there's planeswalkers that are really great. Like I think planeswalkers. Well, what be... is Thoros's Oracle? Is that a legendary? No, no. Would can... you be unfine with that? Yes, I think I would. That's the problem, right? And that's why the legendary rule works so, so well. I... But like, it's that's what makes Rule Zero so good. Is that situationally you can be mm-hmm. like uh, no well so there's a uh for me for like that part of that is a uh, i would say like oh if it's a legendary it can be there so mm-hmm. planeswalkers are fine uh there's certain artifacts there's one people really wanted it was an artifact from original it was from avison restored and it was this blade right but it uh so if you equipped and it like dealt damage i don't know if it's dealt damage or if it killed a creature and blocking it would flip into a demon and everybody's like, oh, I want to use this as my commander, yes. but nobody could because he's an artifact on the front side. That's a huge thing for me. Um, like, I don't think there's any legendary battles, but there's battles that turn into creatures. Yep. I'm like, how come this can't be my commander? How come yeah. this couldn't have been legendary? True. Either? And I don't like the concept of things that aren't creatures on the front aren't allowed to be a commander. So, like, if someone came up to me and said, like, oh, this is a thing that turns into a legendary creature. Yep. And so I have it as my commander, but I still need to go through the proxy of right. getting it. Well, it, it falls in that same thing of like, well, why does uh, who's the 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 god from Kaldheim that flips into? Is it Prismatic Bridge? Right? She's um, yes. She's on one side. She's Prismatic Bridge on the other side. She's, but she's Prismatic Bridge on the back. Right. But seeing that's what bothers me. Right? Is that it's like 
Because the front or, is her identity. Yeah, so it's like, well, why not just treat other cards like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but rule zero, we can mm-hmm. fix yeah. that. Yeah. Um, a rule zero I like, or I liked here, is uh, mulligans, different people's mulligan rules. Yeah, because everybody's so I think, what is, what is the canon, like, officially stated rule for you, mulligans? Um, shuffle your library again. So you shuffle the cards back. You draw a new seven, and then you put to the bottom in a random order the uh, cards you equal to the amount of mulligans minus one. Mm-hmm. So uh, or the free equal, mulligan is a rule zero. And that's a free yeah, free mulligan is a rule yes. zero for commander. Mm-hmm. So it's like if so you've so we'll say in commander you've drawn your seven you didn't like it sent it away drew your free new seven you didn't like it sent it away when you draw this new seven you're going to send one away and only start with six mm-hmm. cards in hand. Right, and that's the mulligan minus. So you mulligan twice, uh, two minus one is one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen uh, the scry mulligan where you can choose to put your the Vancouver off mulligan. seven from top or bottom. And that's just because there's been several variations. Watch there's two the, Paris. Yep, two Paris. Mm-hmm. The Vancouver. Vancouver. I want to say Seattle, but I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to look there have been up. Multi- yeah. They always like to introduce them in Paris or Vancouver. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a Vancouver mulligan. I'm like, which one, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was because Watsi was trying to fix like issues in competitive play because they did see you know going second really hurt especially on like mulligan mm-hmm. or something or you know just like oh mulligan player loses so much advantage so they're trying mm-hmm. to fix those issues which i think the current version is pretty good mm-hmm. it works i like i like the mulligan where i don't know if it's an official one or just something one of my friends did um but you can keep the lands in your hand and then okay. you mulligan as normal but you draw up to seven gotcha. with those lands included. You, so, you, so if you have a good land base but your card sucker don't match your land colors you could, I got you. Uh, so it's like a modified partial Paris, mm-hmm. which is the, so partial Paris is where you send things away while keeping things and then mm-hmm. draw back up that many. But it's only land. I got you. Um, so like you're playing tricolor and I only have like swamps. I have the other two colors in my hand. I can just get rid of those right. and try to get some yep, yep. more things. I get you. Um, so the first mulligan rule was if you had all land or no land, you can mulligan once per game. So the Then it went to a Paris mulligan, then a Vancouver mulligan, then a London mulligan, Back to a uh, Paris, Paris mulligan, okay, which is the partial Paris. Yeah, I mean, I think mulliganing is a great example of rule zero. The spirit of rule zero. You're trying to have fun. Yep. I don't want your RNG of you having no lands or only lands uh, to I, ruin the game for you. I, Why I, would you play at that? Point? I know I've said this in our commander games, and like somebody's like mulling down to five. I'm like, just draw a whole new seven. I want to have a good game, not a yeah. Game. yeah. Like someone's mulled like four times because they just. It's not even that their deck's bad. It's like I. Physically, got they've shown their hand every time. It's mm-hmm. like I've gotten the. They didn't land. shuffle well. They have a chunk of land sitting somewhere. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not even like that. It's just love. sometimes yeah. aren't. Yeah, and that's why I'm like just yeah. draw like, I don't want to start off with me having seven cards, you having three, or you having your six but no lands because yeah. you have to keep. I'm all like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to see that. That's not going to be fun, right? Like, yeah, a win. But... I'm not taking one land hands all the time, <laughs> getting punished every Ryan's time. Ryan's a madman. I am a madman. I'll uh, draw the next one. I'll draw. Do the free scry after a mulligan either, or free scry at all? I so. I used to. I I've just kind of done. I do whatever the current is nowadays. I usually just ask. I'm like, do you want a free scry? So like something yeah. like something like I really want to know what my next card is before I decide. Or right. you know, I don't think I would be opposed to that. Um, if it's like the make or break of a mulligan, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be opposed to that because then it's like so it's like I have I two lands and get some that cards. Land. Right. I don't know if I'm getting it soon, but I need, need it, it soon, soon. So I'll scry and toss to yeah. hope that that next next one. Right. Yeah, I like I like the free scry. I always ask. And yet again, it's all about that. It's like I want to have a good game, mm-hmm. not a game where it's like oh, it's like oh, I kept this two lander. I took a risk, and it's like oh, I drew nothing else for mm-hmm. the rest of the game. How fun! Uh, another so homebrew like rule zero. 
So of course, uh, Monopoly, like the free parking thing. You know how mm-hmm. old I was when I found out that's not in the official rules. Uh, so what is there anything you pay into like the the it goes into the middle? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I, I straight up was like. Well, the rules say to the bank, and so I treat it like life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the the original rules also talk about auctioning and how if someone doesn't want a property, it goes for auction, they can't buy it, and the price can go down. If you land on it, I think as long as somebody has gone around the whole board once, you can Mm -hmm. start auctioning stuff off. Yeah, I think Monopoly is one of those games that is so normalized in the non-board game community. Um, Because if you're in a board game community... Sellers of Catan is going to be your Monopoly, where everyone Everybody. knows about it. Everyone has yep. it. I if you're it. not in the board game community, it's Monopoly. Everyone has Monopoly. There's a Monopoly for you, but nobody plays it right. right. Everyone plays a simplified. Well, they made it a whole cheater's Monopoly, version. where it's like mm-hmm. about not playing. It's about, yeah. And, and that's a whole rule zero Monopoly. Let's yeah. be real here. Yeah. But canon now. Yeah. It's a yeah. canon event. Yeah. Uh, Uno's another one of those. Like, I don't uh, actually know. Do you which... actually know how to play Uno? No. So. I know the um, I do. I own like fourteen Uno. separate copies yeah. of it. Uno, Uno is a, <laughs> a multi multi stage game. So you play your round and you're out of right. cards. Uno, you win. Now comes the point counting phase. You take the whole pile and you add all those points. Numbers are worth their value. Wilds are worth ten or whatever. Let's see, and it's the first like four hundred points wins. Yep. Guess what? Never played. And like whatever that. is left in your hand goes to you. So the strategy for Uno is actually. To keep drawing cards and be given cards. So plus fours aren't good in Uno because that's giving them points if you win. Because they get four more cards that right. can give them possibly 40 points if they get four wilds. And I have always just played it. Oh, Uno, they won this round. All right, let's roll up have again. You guys never read the books to your game? Hell, I do. Hell I no. do. And I read Uno and people start telling me how to play. I'm like, but that's not what it says. I'm a DM. Okay. I don't read the rules. I make them. Also, the rule you, you cannot play a plus four. Unless you have no other option to play it. I knew about that rule. You cannot just hold it until you want to play it and slap it down on someone. If you have a card to play, you have to play it before you play a plus four. Mm -hmm. And you can challenge someone. If you play a plus four on me, I can say, I think you have something else to play and challenge you. I had a group of school age kids. It turns into a game of bullshit. Yeah. I had a group of school age kids who would cheat at Uno so bad that I had to institute a rule that if Mr. Brandon caught you cheating at the game, you automatically drew four cards. Question. Is a deck of cards meant to be played in a certain way? Oh, like where are you like going a, with this? Like a normal deck of cards? Yes. Like if you had a deck of cards, is it meant for a certain kind of game? Or is it a tool, an avenue of which to play games? I think, yes. I think the deck of cards origin was for poker gambling purposes. That's what I think too. So and is every game games. outside of poker a rule <laughs> zero <laughs> like poker? You know, I'll say, I will say, we talked about this on the cards so like you weren't here. How many colors are there in Uno? How many colors are mm-hmm. there? There is five. Not including wilds and oh. extras, like base colors. There's four. And how many suits are there in a deck of cards? How many suits are there? Four. And how many numbers are there in Uno? I believe it goes up to nine. It goes zero to nine, and a deck of cards is one to ten. Yes. You can play Uno with a deck of cards. Yes. You you don't actually need to buy Uno. Uno is a reskinned deck of cards, people. So you're saying I have 18 versions of Uno now <laughs> yes. on my shelf. This is my mind blower for the last time. It's like you just I, attribute. I will, I will add deck of cards to my collection mm-hmm. of Uno cards. You, you attribute face cards to set plus two, plus four, wild right. skip reverse, whatever you want to do. You, you know get, what's even crazier about that? 
is that I've seen decks of cards where the suits are different colors rather than it being black and red. Mm -hmm. So those would just be Uno decks. Yeah, what? it's really just Uno. Yeah, okay. I, I've never seen those. That's it's crazy. like all the spades are green. They're not meant to be played for like poker all and all the... that. They're meant to be like supplements for other games. For dope fish. For, I, I don't know what this symbol is, but I know it's blue. Yes. Right. Um, oh, fun fact about Uno. There's a Braille version of Uno for the oh. visually impaired. There's How do you Braille know that version. you have one card left? Okay, you can feel how many cards you have. I, I don't understand. How do you count up your score? You go there and feel every card? Um, another rule zero on Uno is the stacking rule. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's you you dope. can only play, if you get a plus two, you draw two and each turn is skipped. Mm -hmm. That's all there is to it. Yep. But now everyone wants to, oh, well, I have a plus two. I'm going to stack it. I really like the stack. Like, I'm going to be real with you. I Like Brandon said, I'm an Uno fiend. Mm -hmm. I collect. So <laughs> well, I have what Uno are your Jenga. thoughts on stacking like plus fours on plus fours? I like them. What I are your think... thoughts on stacking plus fours on plus twos? Though, that I do not allow. What if someone has done two plus same. twos, so you're drawing four? Is that an option to then play your plus four? No. So for me, um, I don't do that because I count them as unique cards. Mm -hmm. um, like, like I wouldn't say you could put a face card on any face card. Fair enough. Right. Mm -hmm. So like a, a king is distinctly different mm -hmm. from a queen. And so I treat those wild cards as face cards. Mm -hmm. I got you. I get you. And yeah. so um, the only reason why a, a wild card can go in a wild card is because you can declare that wild as being the same color. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's how I play it. Like I don't have like someone go wild yellow into like a wild green, mm -hmm. right? Because then that dude wanted to set up yellow. Yeah. He didn't even get a turn with yeah. yellow. I don't like that. So mm -hmm. that's my personal rule zero where yeah. I go. I'm not letting that fly. Uh, so if it's a plus four, it is a plus four. Yeah, a rule zero I have on top of rule zero for plus four stacking is if you stack on a plus four, the original color follows through. I oh, I, have... I like that. Because if I'm playing a plus four and you want to avoid punishment to dodge it, you don't get to change the color. My yes. color gets to stay. You just avoid punishment. It's like I'm already taking the the mm -hmm. the, the stack. Mm -hmm. you know, at least that's I like that. I yeah. like that. So that's that's like a rule zero I have on top of the rule zero. So I'm like, it, that's kind of unfair, in my opinion. Um, for another kind of a rule zero, I, I wouldn't. I don't know if it's a rule zero or like. I also don't like when people save. I mean, I do this too. But when they save the wild cards for the end, a wilder plus four as your last card. For Uno to guarantee your win. Yeah, it's like, come I on, like that. I do it, but I don't like. It. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> I do it, but I don't like it. It's the optimally good play, but you don't like that yeah. it has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for for another like kind of rule zero thing. So for Warhammer, we have a uh, so you, know, you can usually play it one v one. A uh, another group, the the Poor Hammer podcast. They they made a variant a variation called Horde Mode, so you could play you versus like an uh, AI controller base. Uh, mob of monster or okay. army okay and the idea is you have to survive five rounds while trying to achieve your objectives and stuff and it changes you know the fundamental way the game is usually played of me versus say ryan is that now it's me and ryan on a team trying to beat the 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 shared enemy the mm -hmm. ai controlled enemy i don't know what they called it but because they gave you like an, uh, a thing it's like your enemy the enemy always does this if mm -hmm. they can do this you know um autonoma is what i usually yeah. hear for board games yeah the autonoma yeah because uh, the idea being like, you know, it's like, oh, if they have heavy weapons, they're not going to move because then they lose the ability yeah. to shoot. Oh, uh, if they only have uh, melee weapons that are better than uh, a simple combat, yeah, of course, they're going to charge if they can't, right? Right. Uh, and then, of course, it spawns random things. Uh, you know, there's different th uh, like events that happen. It's really fun. I, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it to actual regular 40K because it's not like, oh, cool, this they built the ultimate optimal list and I just lose. Yeah. 
would you guys like to hear uh, what I have written down from seven years ago when I started college? Um, like when I came to college, uh, the Uno house rules of my original friend group. Oh, yeah. let's hear um, it. So Kathy, Jacob, and Clay, I doubt you will ever watch this, but shout out to the homies. <laughs> Memories. I'm going to cut that out. Um, <laughs> Kathy uh, had for her home rules three consecutive sevens. This is for Uno to clarify. Three consecutive sevens. Everyone will switch hands to the left. Cards of the like same that. color and number, so they are exactly the same card, okay. can be placed out of order, effectively skipping That's people's turns. That's a house terms. rule I've, I've seen before. It's not placed out of – it's not like skipping turns. It's if, like, they play a blue one and you have a blue one, you can get rid of your card for so oh, in this one you can, free garbage. In this one, you can use it to skip turns. So, like, if mm. you have it, you can just slam it down, and then now that person and whoever was they between – they get jumped, and now it goes oh, to your next person. That's brutal. Um, <laughs> that would, this has, I have to read this one. I'd get Can give that. a card face down to another player. It becomes the new player's card once viewed. So you can like pass a card to someone that maybe is drawing Ooh. a bunch. You can pass a card to them, and they can decide. They take the odds of is this yes. helpful oh, or hurtful. I um, like that one. If a nine is placed, slap the table. The last person draws, uh, draws a card. Um, or if anyone is wrong, because this is going to make sense, um, if it's a six, you slap yourself. So if you're <laughs> wrong, I love you that. have to draw a card. So okay. if a nine is placed, you have to slap the table. I like those. That's, yes. And now, see, here's so Kathy had some great ones. Those okay. are the ones we usually play with. Yeah. Clay had – do you want to add anything before I go to Clay? No, no. Go, go for it. Um, Clay had um, – for teams, you sit across from each other and will win when anyone on a team wins. Um, he also had the oh. seven switch hands, but he didn't need three consecutives. He had it just if a seven is played, swap hands to the left. Um, he had zeros will um, switch the direction. So if someone played a zero, zero works as a reverse. Yes. Um, okay. And then he had it that if there's a draw stack, you only ever draw two. But we never, we never played with that. Mm -hmm. We like the punishment. Yeah, it's like, oh, um, plus 20. The 6-9 <laughs> no, rule, I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. The idea of, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, you see the hesitation in everyone because yeah. they don't want to do it the wrong. Jacks, yeah. You're trying to play Bop It. You're like, yeah, oh. yeah, you are playing Bop It. <laughs> yeah, that, the next one to bring up uh, house rules that I've had for, not really house rules, but uh, when the Uno came out where you could make your own custom wild cards, the ones that yeah. introduced oh, yeah. the swap hands card. Um, yeah, the one with the meme where it's like, do yeah, this or the, draw 25. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. swap hands, which you can't actually win with. If swap hands is your last turn, you pass a winning hand to another player and become kingmaker. Which oh. a lot of people don't realize because everyone wants to save their wild for last. Yeah. Like, boom. I'm like, that's the swap hands. Who you, who you want to win? Like, what? I'm like, you have to complete the action before your turn uh, resolves. You're you, passing a no hand to someone else. You made one that was really, <laughs> you guys had one that was really fun in there. Yes. The Whirlpool yeah. one. That, so you yeah, take all so, the cards, mix them together, yeah, and you have to deal Whirlpool them back out. Whirlpool or as... Tornado, you shuffle all hands in, okay. and then you redeal hands. So nice. the same cards are in play, but you have different ones. Nice. I thought that one was really, mm. that one was probably one of my uh, the favorites. other one was a targeted plus four, so you can play it and pick who's drawing four. Okay. So turn continue as normal. No one really gets skipped, but somebody just gets four in cards. Here's like, <laughs> Here's like you. you are Ooh. winning. No. Like, and I just go for. I see, like that. That's fun because mm -hmm. it's like it gives you tools to like. Hey, yeah. you know what? I don't like that. Just mm -hmm. just stop that. All. And then that. we had the 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 multi tool. Which was a skip or plus two or reverse, um, or a stack for only plus four purposes. So you could play what you needed to play mm. when you needed it. Corbin Dallas, multipass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like if you're doing a plus four, you can stack with that one. Um, if you need a plus two, you can use your plus two. If you want to skip someone, you have that 
that it's, utilization. It's, it's, you can heart of the cards and be like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever this is I, every card. <laughs> it's what what does it do? Whatever I say it I does. Know. That is what it do. That's what it's it do. It's still you blank. <laughs> oh, I, I like to talk about a game where rule zero is in the rules. And does that still make it a rule zero? And Flux. that game is Mao. Oh. Because when you win, the rule says you make a new rule. So you establish a this. new rule zero. I think we talked about this in the card episode. Yes, we, we talked about this in the card game episode. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Mao is the game. It's like Fight Club. You don't know the rules. Um, one person at the table obviously has to know the rules. Um, <laughs> <laughs> disclosure. You, you wrote someone the rules. must know the rules. <laughs> there are no rules start. except for this guy. He, he's he's, uh, we he's call the, the Fight Club keeper. leader. Yeah. The, the judge is usual. Yeah. We call him. We have to have a judge player. That movie's such a mind trip, by the way, but go on. Yeah. Um, and it's you just play cards. There's there's no rules or regulation. You can just play cards. Right. But each card does something different. Like sevens, where we're versed a torn order. If you play a king, you have to say, like, have a nice day or all hail right. King Mao or whatever it is. Um, there are those rules. And if you don't do the rule, you get a penalty. So then you have to learn the rules by what other people do. Mm. Um, and then Could you gaslight people in that game? Is it a rule to not gaslight people? So <laughs> on the first round, on the first round, no, you cannot gaslight. But once someone wins, your rule can be about gaslighting. Okay. Your rule can change the rules and have you gaslight people into thinking what the rules are. Your rule can be if like if a nine is played on a six, you have to like laugh. <laughs> nice. Um, you can make the rule whatever you want. Um, so the rule is once you win a round and the next round is the starts, punishment... you make rules. It's to draw cards. You're trying to get rid of your Well, hand. is the punishment instant? Yes. It is like Unless the your rule says otherwise. I See, I would, you, I, I could not that, play this game because I would make a rule. Is, the rule is when you win, rule zero. See, I would make a rule that like after you mess up, two turns afterwards, yes. randomly something happens to you. Yes. See, yeah. I was thinking of things that just uh, like make a rule that you have to draw cards. So like, oh, he messed up. Okay, cool. He just you know already took him. Like, ah, no, the rule was when I play a seven, I have to draw a card. Ha <laughs> ha. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So the penalty is drawing so two then, cards, but the seven. rule is draw one. So if you draw one, you're good. But if you don't draw one, you draw two yeah. as a penalty. Yeah, I love that. We have got to sit down and play now. See, uh, that's no, a, we can't because we would not survive. But you don't know the base rules, so you're at a disadvantage. I don't know if I would survive. Is that in the rules? <laughs> see, we'll see, am I allowed to know if I can win? <laughs> see, I do. I make I, a rule. Ryan can't win. I would. Do, I would do if Ryan, Ryan wins, sorry, that violated my rule. Draw five. <laughs> the instance of which Ryan wins, he has to draw, which means he does not win. Mm -hmm. We have unless to get into he, layers. Unless he says that that's the rule. We have to get into layers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So this is going to take right on layer here and layer four. State-based actions take into effect. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think There's I would a... still win. Do the state-based actions. <laughs> do state-based No, no. See, the thing has to resolve before state-based actions. Oh, it's on the stack. stack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're right. You're... Well, no, no, no. The state, no, state-based actions goes without the stack. Uh, so state-based actions only apply after everything has resolved. Oh my god, you're right. So because that, that's how you can save a creature. Yep, if it's a zero, yep, yep. zero, so you the, can give it a, a, buff. a buff. Yep. So what happened is, oh my god, he's right. His rule would. Be I up. would lose. His 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 rule has to resolve before he. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, I, I'd I'd make a loophole out. You have to acknowledge the rule. Yeah. Like you have to say, "Is the rule I can't win?" In order to then. And then the rule is broken. The, and it's a curse. That's the pay to to not have your spell counter. <laughs> if mm. Ryan guesses correctly, they have him draw two cards. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so typically how it works is. Um, you don't share what your rule is, um, but if no, if you're not getting a chance to show your rule and everyone is getting penalized by it, you just kind of tell them. 
gotcha. like, hey, okay, you is broke. Is there a book of rules that you write it in, or how does this work? Uh, there's like a set core list of rules, and then you just have to remember your rules. Oh man! I so can't I can make a rule. Forget about it. And then, like, three Somebody rounds later, someone goes, hey, rule. wasn't that your own? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. We'll draw some cards. I forgot about that. It's like a secret society yeah. handshake that got, like, yeah, 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 way yeah. too confusing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, one of the – What about uh, Flux? Is Flux a rule zero? I don't think so. Because the rules are to change the rules? Yeah, I think – But, yeah. I mean, all the rules are written. You're just rearranging the order and, like, erasing Which some of happen. them. Yeah. Okay. Whereas Mao is you're literally making up and establishing a new rule as part of the game that will – possibly not be in existence in any other game ever gotcha um and the house rule that we have for now is if no one is true if you're never not triggering your own rule you have to share what it is to stop penalizing people. right so everybody can finally go oh yeah. that's they have to is. they have to still remember to do it or like figure out the mathematical conditions or whatever but rule is you have to drink a shot of vodka you can play mouse or drink a game too oh, everything's a drink. instead of and that makes it instantly harder <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of punishment being draw a card it's take a shot mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> it was like okay i don't i forgot fucking early college writing was weird i have a note in here that just says it's in the games category the guitar fell what that's it the there's guitar n- fell there's nothing else the note just says the guitar fell the towers of guitar have fallen <laughs> they call is that like your the house of bull- agent trigger phase i don't the know right. answers the, the call. guitar wait, wait, has wait. fallen i found more uno house rules from a year later <laughs> the house of Bolson answers the house of guitar. <laughs> um, a week later, I put by list guitar. <laughs> the story unfolds. He had the guitar. The I guitar don't fell. Breaking a, a guitar. The guitar fell. He needed to buy a new guitar. I have okay. I have um, January twenty third. Guitar fell. The guitar fell. February seventh. Buy list guitar <laughs> and like other guitar accessories. I like to think that the guitar just sat there and then you just came, like, oh yeah, that broke. <laughs> like a month later, mm-hmm. like a few weeks later. Uh, a rule zero I have uh, for guess who is uh, you don't ask like, are they blonde? You're like, would they be a vegan? You have a hipster clue yeah. or a hipster guess who? Yeah, I like hipster guess. That's from like the future. Yeah, hips hipster clue or guess, guess who? I, I did it! I just did it! Hipster guess who? What's hipster clue like? I don't know what hipster clue is. Hipster like. guess who's hipster my favorite clue is rule who zero. put the meat in the burger? <laughs> <laughs> there were oh, six so, vegan burgers, uh, and someone when, gave when meat. you play Clue. Okay, oh. you guys play Clue. Yes, and there are extra cards because you don't have the right player count for it. It's like three extra cards. What do you do with those three? Go in the no the folder, no. You right? have the folder with like your your room person weapon. Oh, everyone has their hand of cards, but there's some extra. I I thought you just you... dealt them out, and somebody has a, an odd number of cards. I yeah, so I don't like that. I think that's unfair. Like if I have five and you have four, I instantly have some sort of advantage, right? But yeah, I don't want to put so. three cards face up in the middle. Um. So what, what I like to do is you put them face down, and you can spend your turn to investigate. And look at one of those three cards. Oh, like an extra thing? I like that. Oh, that's kind of So you fun. have to okay. spend a turn to gain the knowledge. And so everyone just doesn't have, Everyone will get that knowledge eventually. Like everyone may, you may, everyone just may just spend the first three rounds looking at it. Right. And you just flip them face up. Because it's free information. You don't have to give mm-hmm. away like, oh, I know this. Yeah. But while everyone's doing that, you could be moving. What do you uh, Rule zero, the undo rule. People who make mistakes oh, allowed yeah. to take them back. Yep. If they realize within a certain time frame. Uh, uh, Commander... Somebody, it was of course one of like the play channels had a thing. You could 
play a card like if you made a mistake and you wanted to take it back you could you could take it back but you took a counter right and if you had three of those counters so you took back three things within a game you lose the game was it three things maybe you're only allowed one but if you try to take something mm -hmm. back again it's like oh i messed up i need to take that back you just lose mm -hmm. uh, also how would that rule work with that one black card that says no counters go into play i think it they they had that ruled so that it just it superseded everything because the mm -hmm. idea of it being like you know i just really saw someone going off on a combo with the the black card that I don't remember the name, but it's no counters can get played on any cards or whatever. Uh, there's a well, there's the nine lives, the yes. nine lives that anytime you take damage, add a life counter. Yep. When you have so nine Solemnity lives. nine lives um, isn't is a, a version combo, of that. but that's mono white. So you mm -hmm. have so you can go green white. Well, no, it, it they were it was a combo in a deck, not based off the commander. So it was like a black white deck. They no, had the nine what I'm saying card. is that Solemnity is a is a version of that in just white. white. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, there's actually nine quite lives is surpri white. Surprisingly, yeah. there's quite a few versions of a hey, you don't have to put counters on yourself, even though this thing says to. Mm -hmm. uh, nine lives with like Solemnity, uh, the the Sylvan Outcast. I can't remember. What is the black one? I'm thinking of a black one. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, um... There's a beetle who doesn't let uh, you put counters on your creatures, mm -hmm. but not on players. I don't know which one that one is. Uh, I can try to find it. Do you need me to, or do you want to no. leave this tangent out? No. You, you, I can look it up later for my own benefit. <laughs> Under <laughs> screen. It's like, for those who are going to be bothered by it. <laughs> There's no screen. It's an audio-only podcast. Yeah. Hey, there technically is a screen. I like the rules here of uh, Arch Enemy. Um, if someone is winning too fast, and for some reason we all don't like them, we can gang up on yep. them and bend the rules. They ha They can't bend the rules. But we can bend the yep. rules to fight them. Oh, yeah. And in our play group, this happens a lot with one person. Olivia, <laughs> it's um, like, like you—you've played, you've yeah, seen. Yeah, Olivia, it was, she won't even be winning. She'll just do something, and it'll be all like, I you know what? I don't like that. I'm coming after you. What have you done? You're clearly guilty. <laughs> it's oh, that no. thing in the movies where they go, "Of course she did something wrong." I know. See? <laughs> it's all like, okay, who's the werewolf? Well, Olivia didn't speak first, so Olivia's the werewolf. Look at and her nose. Go with that. That's a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> well, does she float like a duck? <laughs> Who are you so wise in the ways of science? Yeah, and I think every house has that. If you're ganging up on someone, the rules don't apply anymore. Well, that's just mob violence in general. <laughs> mob mentality. Yeah, yeah. mob so, mentality is like the rules don't apply to me. I think we'll vandalize this local store. So I think our play group has kind of an opposite version of that. Instead of it's the – so I've talked about this. Ryan, you've played games of Perry. That man is just pure chaos in most things he does. And he, if he can find a way to break the game fundamentally, he will break it. Mm. He will twist it and warp it and be like, oh, look at that. No, nobody's playing the game. <laughs> uh, I've talked about this. It was called Valley of the Kings. The idea is you're a group of oh, this nobles one. trying to prep for the afterlife, buying a bunch of cards. It's definitely a rule one. But yes. <laughs> uh, Perry realized one of the cards just, just destroys something in the, the buy thing. And once all the buy things are gone, you start scoring. So he would just... And he would just start blowing up the stuff that would buy. So it became this mad dash for everybody mm -hmm. else to just buy anything to have points. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I do that too. The strategy in some games is to force the end condition. Yeah. Like, I have 500 Minecraft. points. Yeah. I may not have the most points, but all of you aren't set up to end right now. Yeah. So if I force end game, I might. I, I might. may not come in first, but I'll definitely come in like top two. Top you can three. do that in the Minecraft board game because yes. what's going to happen is at once a layer is gone, because it's four layers tall. But there's only three rounds. So mm -hmm. once that third layer is gone, um, it goes to scoring. And so instead of chipping away at the bottom layer, the fourth layer, you just you wipe can just, it out. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, when yeah. we played, that's what I did. 
Yep. I was like, so if I just take these, I want to have a pet expansion. I'm gonna start making expansions for that game. Oh, uh, I'm really the rules. I want you to work. Well, it is a rule zero. You and I need to work on making extra stuff for the Godzilla game for sure. Yes, because I want more characters for that. Oh, King of Tokyo has rule zero stuff because I got to get it in, man. Well, we talked about. We will talk about. The future DIY homebrew. Yep. Uh, but. but so uh, the evolutions thing, you know, usually you have a set deck. Mm-hmm. There's a version you can play where you build a deck. Mm-hmm. So they have like, there's like mutations. I think this actually was intended, but it's like mutation invader. I like rule zeros like that, where it's like, I want to take something I already own. Yep. I've already paid for. Yep. How can I play it? Yeah. Uh, and so the idea is it's... Uh, what are they? There are like three types of cards, and then you build a deck out of only those types of cards. So you, you know, like the Mantis deck cares about, like, has some stuff that cares about ones and twos, mm-hmm. but so does the Gigazor deck. So you can combine them. Well, yeah, I don't know because mutations, but the idea is you can combine cards that care about ones and build mm-hmm. a just a care about ones deck. That seems like a good place to wrap up. Be sure to tune in next week for part two, where we delve into homebrew D&D, a league of its own. <laughs>